What's up, everybody? My name is Chris. I'm here with my buddy Josh, and uh, today we are continuing in our series entitled Why Worry? And we thought it would be cool uh, for Josh and I to kind of come together and share some of the things we worry about. And today we are making a stand and saying, no more. We will not be worrying about these things anymore, and hopefully we can encourage you today. No more worries. So we've got our lists, and we're going to go through them. Chris, what is number one on your list? Number one on my list is my kids. Mm. I mean, my kids are beautiful, identical twin girls, oh. and I worry, you know, what if I can't tell them apart? Mm. Well, I was going to save this for number two, but <sighs> there's an asteroid that's going to hit the Earth <laughs> within 10 years. Wipe out all humanity, one fail swoop. There's a big chance. We're, yeah. Like a one in a billion? Like one in three. One, two, three. One in three chance. Definitely one in three. I mean, it's probably going to happen. Oh, my gosh. So. What's your number two? I had no idea. I had no, my, I don't, I mean, I had money. Your number two is money? But I'm not going to. You don't need money when the Earth's blown up. But you will need space bucks aboard my spaceship. You're building a spaceship. This is the cockpit, okay? That's me and you. We're smiling. Uh, level two is for the party room. Level three here is a storage room. You can put uh, tennis rackets or uh, maybe drums if you want to bring those along. But that's not even half the problem, Chris. Black holes, asteroid fields. There could be a solar flare. A black hole detector. Radiation. That could turn everyone on board into mutants. It could be a good thing. What if we mutated into some kind of superheroes? Like a like Wolverine. Like an X-Men type yeah. deal. There you go. Alright. You you'd be I'd be Wolverine. I think I'd be Storm. Storm. That's a girl though. Man Storm. A hurricane. I'd be a himicane. Awesome. <laughs> so once we get to the planet, I'm not even sure that my spaceships. Dinosaurs, overly sized bears, large bears, develop plans and ideas to defeat the dinosaur and become the dominant species on planet Josh. But it still doesn't solve the problem. What if, they, what if they're hostile? You're just trying to worry about everything. Don't How worry about it. How can you not it. worry? How can you not worry? We're talking okay, about the if you really, ending. If I don't you, want to spend if you, if you, Chris, are you crying? Let's see, oh, my last thing. Um, I'm worried. Worry about getting that bumper back on my car. Great, that's easy fix. Comparatively. I hope this helped. Um, service is gonna start now. So I'm gonna talk to my wife. A wife, that's a good one. Get a wife. Check. So if you can't tell what we're talking about tonight, uh, we're talking about worry. And the reason I, I love this video, I, I don't I don't know what series they're re re uh, referencing on this video. Um, but worry is like that, right? Like worry starts to spin out of control. Um, and you start worrying about like things that it's like, why are we even worrying about that? Like how, like what is the likelihood of anything like that ever happening? And, um, and so I hope you guys uh, at least got a couple laughs out of that. But um, I kind of want to start a series on freedom because I think uh, there's a lot of things that, that many of us carry around. Um, and frankly, we just don't know any better, right? We, we don't know that, that God has chosen a different way for us to live. Um, and so I wanted to start off with, with, a, with a quick question. I was going to do the William Wallace shout. Like, how many of you have seen uh, Braveheart? Oh, seriously, you guys, we need to, we need to watch. 
Braveheart. But like William Wallace, anyway, uh, I won't describe what happens, but he screams freedom. At the, I was going to do that, but I didn't want to startle you guys tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It didn't spoil the movie for you. Um, but when you think of freedom, what are things that you think of? Braveheart speech, Mall of America, you think, the Mall, <laughs> oh, Mall of America, oh, who's, did somebody say Mall of America? You just said America, right, America, freedom, right, like, I mean, that's why I put the flag up there, it was like, that's one of the things that I think about when I think about freedom, right, America, what else do you think of? <laughs> Give me my gun, this is a free country, right, like, you, you just, you have, like, <laughs> we have the fr- what else do you think of? Fireworks. Fireworks. Fourth of July is on your guys' mind, isn't it? Shotguns. You guys know how to celebrate. Yeah, right. Bald eagles. That's. I was like, America and bald eagles. Nothing represents freedom more than that, right? First Amendment. Okay. I've I've heard some other. Yeah, right. You can do whatever you want. Freedom what? To gas station. It is a gas station. Oh. <laughs> you guys are thinking some very specific things of freedom. But right, like the, the, out, the thing with freedom is that you have a choice, right? And so we're going to be going through a, different, uh, a few different areas in our life that, that I think that we're often slaves to um, without even realizing it. Uh, and so that's why I've kind of labeled this series freedom. Obviously tonight we're going to be talking about worry. Uh, or freedom from, freedom from worry in our life, freedom from anxiety that we, we carry. Um, because I want you guys to know one thing, is that Jesus didn't die so that you could feel good every now and then. Right? Jesus didn't die so we could come and just kind of be like, well, I got the, I got the goosebumps. Or, uh, I've also called them like chicken pimples or something. Like, who calls them that? It's goosebumps. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> but he, he, didn't, he didn't die so that we could just like, ah, I feel good every now and then. And many of us carry around garbage in our life, right? And we have no idea that there's another way to live. We just walk around like carrying this garbage and it's like, like, dude, do you know you're carrying like garbage with you? Yeah, but it's my garbage. You know, like, leave it alone. It's my garbage. You, you have your garbage, you know, like, and we just carry these things with us. And, and then you're like, but why are you, you can throw it away. And like, no, I like my garbage. Like in so many times we live life that way. And so tonight we're talking about worry and anxiety. Because many times in our life we, we think about, we worry about, we stress out about more of what we can't do than what we can do. Right? How many of us know somebody like that? That they focus on what they can't do instead of what they can do. I've run into situations with students and some of the students have been really put into terrible situations. Right? And there's nothing that we can do about that. And so I, I want to say, like, I'm not belittling any situation. But unfortunately, until you, we've met with these students, like, a lot of times, they didn't even know the situation they were in was bad or wrong. And I was thinking about one student in specifically um, that we kind of helped her walk through this. But her parents got divorced at a very young age. Um, and, and so uh, from that age on, she's been blaming herself for the divorce between her parents. Never once did she have someone tell her, like, your mom and dad are adults. They made their own decisions. You are not responsible for that decision. Never once was she told that. And this student has a sister who's older than her, who has Asperger's. 
So from the time that she's been pretty young, she's been taking care of her sister. Last year, she actually, uh, before graduating college, she was, became the guardian of her older sister. How many of you have like, run into that situation? And actually, she told me how it went down. She's like, my parents got in this room, we started meeting, and they started fighting, and nobody could come to agreements. So finally, I stood up, and I told them both to get out of the room, and I'll talk to the lawyers. I was like, you go, girl. <laughs> like, she just kicked her parents out because they couldn't come to a resolution. They couldn't come to a solution. And so she took control and became her, her sister's guardian. And her dad, as we've been kind of working with her, her dad, I don't, and I don't think he's done this on purpose, but her dad, without realizing, I think has put her daughter in more of a spouse role than a daughter role. Like, he's, he's leaned on her to run these things in the house. And she's been doing this since she's been, like I said, since, she's been, since she has been young. And so it's natural for her. This student never realized that what she was being put through was not necessarily right. And almost like when, when we started kind of pointing these things out of like, we need you to be a college student. Right? Like, we need you to be who you are. Like, she was kind of like carrying these pieces of garbage in her life and like she wouldn't let them down. Right? She's just like, nope, this is my garbage. She was, again was just like, mine, not yours. You leave your, I, I don't, I'm not touching your garbage. You know, like, and so she started kind of carrying these. It became her identity. And I'm not saying this to kind of demonize her dad either because her dad, I, I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, I don't believe he has it out for his daughter. Uh, I think, frankly, by some of it, it was just by necessity. Because I look at this guy, and this guy raised his own, his two daughters from the time they were little on his own. I give him kudos for that. Right? Like, he, he stepped up. He, he, he provided for them. He still provides for them. But here's the thing, though. Is her dad let a terrible situation operate how he operates? He operates out of everything with, with fear and worry. You guys, the first time that this student was able to drive in the snow was when she was in college because her dad wouldn't let her drive in the snow because it was dangerous. I'm like, huh? We live in Minnesota. There's snow everywhere. Go do some wheelies. That's how you learn, right? Like, whoa, I ended up backwards. Didn't want to do this. Like, that's how you learn how to drive in the snow. Her dad wouldn't let her drive in the rain because it was dangerous. I'm like, what? What is it, like, do you, do you have killer rain where you're from? Like, I, I'm not sure, like, does rain attack you in the cities? It might, I don't, I don't know. Her dad actually wouldn't let her choose her own major because she, he thought that she wouldn't be able to get a job in what she wanted to do. And even with her sister, she began sharing that her dad focuses on what her sister can't do, not on what she can do. And so many times, like, in her, like I said, her sister's got Asperger's, and, and every time he's always like, well, she'll never be able to do this, she'll never be able to do that. And I'm kind of like, well, yeah, with that attitude, she won't be able to do that because she just automatically assumes that she can't. There's always a base of fear, of worry, and of anxiety, and I've seen this student living this out because for her it was still natural. For some of us here tonight, the same can be said for us, Right? I've seen some of us walk in this room and just carry a weight that isn't meant to be yours to carry. 
We worry about anything and everything. We worry about how we look. We worry about how others view us. We worry about what others say to us. We worry about being in a relationship, and then we worry about not being in a relationship, right? Like, oh, wish I could be in a relationship. Oh, no one loves me. You know, like we kind of turn into Eeyore. How many of you know an Eeyore friend? No pointing. No one loves me. Everybody hates me. <laughs> right? But you guys, around 45% of people that were actually asked admitted that stress and worry directly relate and, and affect their health. I thought that was nuts. I have a coworker, um, and it's usually between every relationship that kind of breaks off for him. But he actually worries to the point, like, you're just like, hey, dude, let's go eat lunch. And he's like, I can't eat. My stomach is just so upset. I'm like, dude, man up. Let's go eat. Like, I'm just hanging on. Like, get over it, you know? Like, I've never told him to man up, but just like, fine, I'll eat yours. Um, but the top 10 things people worry about. Anybody want to take a guess? Money. Money's one of them. Yep. Yeah. So we have number one is stomach or being overweight. Number two, getting old. The best thing you can do to prevent yourself from getting old is worry about it, right? I just, I don't want to get old. I'm freaking out about this, man. Number three is lack of savings or financial future. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I got nothing in the bank right now. <laughs> Number four, overall fitness. Number five, overdrafts and loans. Number six, low energy levels. Like, yeah, so nothing, like, I'm just going to worry about being, not having energy. Credit card debt, paying rent or mortgage, job security. Number 10, diet. And this is one of the interesting things I, I looked at, like, how much time do people spend worrying? And actually, I have a slide up there with this. Is that people spend on average 14.31 hours a week worrying. 744 hours a year. And in your lifetime, an average person will worry 45,243 hours. That's 1,885 days, 5.2 years of your life that you'll spend worrying. And I don't know about you guys, but I look at those stats and I'm like, there's no way Jesus went to the cross so we could worry for 5.2 years of our life. Right? I have a question for you. You could worry for 5.2 years of your life, and what will it change? Nothing, right? It changes nothing in our life. Thankfully, you guys, Jesus gives us another way. He has given us, given you a different way to live, one of freedom. How many of you would like 5.2 years of your life back? Come on, right? Like some of us are like, I'm only 15. That's a third of my life. Like, like right? Like, <laughs> because the problem is this, is that even if you realize it or not, worrying affects our faith. Amen. It affects, worry makes us question if God will provide for us. Worry makes us question if God is good, right? Worry makes us even question God. That's what it kind of comes down to. One of the first times 
Um, naturally, I would say I'm, I'm more of a go-with-the-flow person. Um, like, there could be catastrophes happening around me and be like, well, we'll make it through. You know, like, that's just kind of my, my natural personality. Um, and thankfully, I feel like God has, has designed me that way. Um, but I remember the first time I really kind of freaked out. Um, I was kind of on my own. Um, and uh, I made this wise decision to buy. The first thing I bought, like, as I moved out was a motorcycle because that's what everybody buys right away, right? It's like, I'm declaring my freedom, right? Like America, bald eagles and motorcycles. Uh, and with a shotgun attached on the back, right? Like um, Terminator, anybody seen it? T2? Anyway. Um, so I, I thought this was going to be a wise decision to buy this motorcycle. Well, two months into it, uh, I ended up, uh, one month I was $470 in the negative. Rent was coming due, groceries were coming due, and everything. And, and you guys, I couldn't sleep. I'm just like, there's no way out of this. Like, I was freaking out. I was like, mom, dad, like, and they totally could have paid for, for, for this. I was like, I'm, can I, like, borrow, like, $470? Like, can we, can we make it even? You want to know what they said? No. And I was like, are you kidding me? You don't even love me. You know, like, and, and, but it was actually one of the best things that they could have done for me. Because instead of saying, like, yes, son, here's the $470. We'll get you out of trouble this time. They said, Let me, give me your hand, little boy. Let's go to the bank and you will talk to them. And you guys, like, it, was, it was humbling. Like, um, I'm the guy with no money. Uh, can, how can we figure this thing out? But um, honestly, talking to the bank was one of the coolest things that, that I've learned. And, and it was just kind of like, they, they, just, they just taught me, instead of worrying about this, go figure it out. And it's probably one of the life lessons that, I, that I've, I've been most thankful for, um, that my parents kind of taught me in, in that moment, was not that there was a bailout. was that I was like, okay, dummy, you did this. Figure it out, right? And, and the cool part was, was just going and talking to the bank and getting them to stagger things, everything worked itself out. And I learned a, a hard lesson in, in, a, in a good way there. I mean, the nights of like not sleeping going, great, I'm going to prison like, I'm never going to be able to catch back up. Uh, motorcycles going back to the bank, you know, like, um, but uh, none of that happened. And so when we worry, it affects our faith, you guys. Because worry is a part of life. You will not make it through this life and just be like, dude, I didn't worry about a thing. If you're, if you're a human, if you're a person, worry is a part of life. But we can either let it control us or we can control it. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Matthew 6. Jesus actually talks about this. And some of your Bibles will say, do not be anxious. Um, mine says, do not worry. But Jesus says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. All right, done, right? Like, okay, Jesus said it. How do we apply this? He says, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is life not more important than food, and your body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? O oh, you of little faith. 
So do not worry saying, what shall we eat and what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. Here's where the rubber meets the road. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. How many of us, that like last sentence is like, bingo. Like, you know, like every new day is like, seriously, there's another issue coming here. But I love that what Jesus asks in verse 27, because he asks that question. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Worrying does nothing. How has your situation changed in your life? Because I, mean, I think right now you're thinking of things that you're, you're, you're worried about, you're, you're thinking through, that cause you anxiety. And I want to ask you that question. Is how has your situation changed because you worried about it? Has it? No. It's like, it's just a few, like, it's just spinning your wheels, right? In verses 28 32, I sometimes think that we, we have a hard time relating to this because we live in a country of abundance, right? We live like, there's really not a lot of stuff that we need. How many of you wake up like, what am I going to eat today? Like, usually we're just like, there's nothing. Like, I was actually just talking with Martin about that. You know, like, you open the cupboards and it's like full of food. And you're like, there's nothing to eat here. What you're saying is there's nothing quick, right? Like, you're too lazy to make anything. That's, that's really what you're saying. And trust me, I have like the 35-second rule too. Like, if it can't be made in 35 seconds, uh-uh, I don't want it, right? Like, I want it quick. I want it now. I want it immediate. And it better taste good. Um, so... Those are my requirements. But most of us don't have to worry about what we eat. Most of us don't worry about what we have to, if we're going to have anything to drink. Most of us don't worry about what we're, what we're going to wear. But hear me out, because this is one of the things that actually, over winter break, kind of was revealed to me, is how many of you know that over winter break, there were over 40 students high school students that are considered homeless. And over winter break, when there's no school, they're not guaranteed meals. I didn't know that that was here. When I heard about that, I'm like, are you kidding me? St. Peter, Minnesota would be the last place that I would think that that would happen, right? I can tell you that they're probably worrying about that. Where am I going to sleep tonight? What am I going to eat today? When there's no school, I don't know what's going to happen. And just because we don't worry about or think about these things doesn't mean that we don't worry about other things, right? When I look at worry, it it makes us have tunnel vision, right? Like, what do you do when you start to worry? That's like all you can think about. And you're trying to like, your friend might be worrying about something. You're like, dude, let's go like play paintball. I'll shoot you a couple times and then you will stop worrying about whatever. Right? Like you, you try to get them out of their tunnel vision. And you get the glory of shooting them a couple times. But then in verses 33 and 34, Jesus gives us the solution. He says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. What does that do? If we're seeking God first, if we're seeking his righteousness first, what does that do to our worry? What does that do to our focus? 
a tunnel vision starts to not be tunnel vision anymore, right? You start to see differently. You start to think differently. No matter what we worry about, the condition is still the same. We have little faith that God is going to provide in that situation, right? And Jesus says, keep the main thing the main thing. Seek him first. And I love what he says in in, uh, verse 33. He says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Right? Like, he's just like, that's part of the deal. I'll take care of you. You've got to put your faith in me first. And when we do that, you guys, I believe that we start having a different outlook on life. Yeah, we can't help what happens to us, what comes our way, Right? But we can start to see a different, see through a different lens and just be like, God, I, this situation stinks right now, but I see that you're working. I see that you're moving. We stop focusing on our garbage. And so I have uh, half sheets of paper cut out here. Um, there's a couple different sections and, and some small pencils. Um, but I want to have you, if you guys can go ahead and hand those out to everybody. Uh, Hopefully there's enough there. Um, But what I want to do tonight, like the student I shared about, she started learning that God is providing for her and that he loves providing for her. God loves providing for you. And she has learned that worrying did nothing for her besides missing out on the freedom that God has given her. Her worry showed what her faith was in or what it was not in. So what I want you to do tonight is first and foremost, take God at his word. Let tomorrow worry about itself because each day has enough trouble of its own. Because I believe that when we do, when we put our faith in, in him first and foremost, that you will find freedom to really live in today, right? Like, worry makes us, like I said, it gives us tunnel vision. It makes us think about things that are far off. And meanwhile, we're missing life that's right in front of us. So what I want us to do tonight is I want you to write down things that you worry about. What are the things that you carry with you? What are the the weights that are holding you down? Because tonight I believe that Jesus wants to give you freedom in those areas of your life. Freedom from worry that bring you anxiety. But like I've I've said this before, Jesus is a gentleman, right? Like he's not going to walk up to you and be like, give me all your garbage. You know, like (laughs) Nathan's going to give it. See, that's the right attitude. Sorry, I just called you Nathan. It's it's just like the Paul Saul. You just got a new name, so... He's not going to come remove worry from you. You need to give it to him. He'll take your garbage. But the question is, is will you let it go? Right? Like some of us have built an identity around it. And so I want to have worship music kind of just play in the background. But I want you to prayerfully consider through this list of like, God, what are the things that I worry about in my life that I need to give back to you? 
that I'm wasting cycles. I'm wasting 5.2 years of my life worrying about this, and worrying is going to do nothing. Because I look at, what does the garbage man do? Does the garbage man come into your house and take the garbage out of your house? No. So if you can say the garbage man might be kind of a gentleman as well, what do you need to do with your garbage? Put it on the curb, right? Like he's not going to come into your house and start just ripping the garbage out of, or start taking things that he thinks is garbage out of your house. Jesus doesn't do that either. He wants it to be a process. But know that freedom is there. We don't need to keep spinning and worrying about things that are just futile. So I want you to write them down. Because on your way out, you'll notice, Amy, this is what the garbage can was for, not because you were standing there, (laughs) is I placed a garbage can at the door. And so what I want us to do is I want us to write down on a list of things that we worry about. And I want us to break up with the last five minutes, break into groups of two, find someone that you trust, Maybe share some of the things that you worry about. Pray with each other over them. Pray for strength. Pray for new insight. Pray for hope. Pray for freedom that, God, when we wake up tomorrow, none of these things on this list we're going to worry about because tomorrow is a new day, right? And so I want you guys to pray with each other. But then on our way out, I also want you to throw them away together. It's your choice. We're not going to make you throw it away. We're not going to be at the door checking to make sure you threw your worry list away. It's your choice. Do you want to leave it here? Or do you want to bring it with you? Will you let Jesus take out your garbage? Jesus isn't in the trash can, don't worry. It's symbolic tonight, right? He won't make you neither will we but the choice is yours is do you want freedom from worry and anxiety in your life because you guys you're far too young to carry that around and I see it and I pray against it and I pray for it it's not natural for some of us let's take care of the garbage tonight Heavenly Father I just thank you for your word Lord I thank you that God that that is not your plan that we live life worrying about everything and anything and all those small things is your plan is that we give it to you and that God just even as as Andy shared tonight that God that you love providing you love when we step out in faith and say Jesus I'm giving this to you because what I'm doing with it is not helping God I'm asking you to show up Father I'm seeking you first I'm seeking your righteousness first and I'm going to trust that you're going to take care of the rest Father, I pray that bravery over our students tonight, that when they walk out of here, they walk out of here with freedom that they've never experienced before. God, I just pray for these lists now, that as we write them down, that we're released from the worries and the fears and the anxiety in our life. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And I just want to encourage you guys, find somebody you trust, pray with them in the last couple minutes here. And as you walk out, throw that list away. Amen there's an area in your life that you want prayer from me, I would love to pray with you. Otherwise, find each other and start praying for each other.